Since the beginning of time, God has been fishing for the hearts of people. He is patient and deliberate to reach each and every one. God longs for each of us to experience a real and full life through His Son, Jesus Christ. Once we are hooked by God, we are invited to join Him in fishing for others. We partner with others to spread the kingdom net and extend the gospel invitation. Hey, I'm so glad you are joining us today as we start this new series called Hooked Right Now. Life has its ups and downs. Life can be fun. Life is sometimes hectic. And life is full of choices. Welcome to Venture, the podcast that brings the biblical truth to the ventures that we face in this world and live in today. Hey everybody, welcome back to another Venture Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Wills, lead pastor at Chandler Acres Church in Bellevue, Nebraska. As always, we are so thankful you are joining us today. Uh, we are just so happy to have you and host you guys on this podcast. Uh, we believe that you are where you need to be right at this moment as you are listening to this podcast. Uh, and then we are praying that God will give you a reason and a purpose of why he has you listening to the Venture Podcast. Oh man, new series. I'm so excited to be get started on this. Um, just a short three-week series this time. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, pirates. No, no, we're not going to be talking about pirates. Uh, we're talking, though, about uh, a series about fishing, fishermen, nets, and the wide-open uh, metaphorical sea. Um, today's episode is titled The Kingdom Net. Uh, we're in a series called Hooked. You see, in Jesus' time, fishing was a very common and important activity. In fact, many of the original disciples were fishermen. Many of Jesus' parables involved fishing. And the area around the Sea of Galilee uh, was where Jesus did the majority of his earthly ministry. Uh, fishing was an integral piece of New Testament life, and learning to become fishers of men was an integral piece of New Testament discipleship. So how many of you have ever been fishing before, uh, or maybe you've seen, I've seen fishing, right? Uh, unless you've never been fishing before and never seen a bass fishing tournament on ESPN or something like that, um, you know that fishing requires uh, a few things. Um, fishing requires some patience, right? Uh, patience because uh, you never know when you're going to catch a fish. It's not about you. It's about when the fish bites its bites your bait, right, and and gets on the hook. And so uh, it could be a couple of minutes, a couple seconds. Uh, it could be hours. Um, if you were like my dad, uh, it took days. <laughs> my dad would go days with uh, not catching a fish. And man, I don't know how he had the patience to do that each and every time. Uh, but it does require patience. Uh, it requires skill. There's some skill in fishing, believe it or not. Uh, when you're casting a rod and reel, a lot of people just, you know, think you push a button and throw it out, right? And and it's not as easy as just pushing the button. A lot of people are not coordinated enough just to handle that. And yet alone, there's there's other other ways to cast. There's there's sideway cast, underhand cast. Uh, man, there's all kinds of stuff, you know, that you have, right? Um, there's all kinds of different uh, ways you cast with using your fingers or not using your fingers and, and stuff like that and where to place the bait and how far to cast it and all kinds of skills that you need. There's mental and physical strength, 
The mental piece of it is to know how to fish, one, and two, where to fish. And three is, you know, what kind of fish are you fishing for? And then, and then when, when do you fish for those certain fish? And, you know, knowing all that stuff. And, and then there's a the physical strength, right? There's, um, man, if you've ever seen deep sea fishing, uh, man, they cut some big fish, right? And so it takes hours to reel those fish in. And so it takes a lot of physical strength to do so. And then when you do finally catch the fish, uh, you have to pick it up. You know, and those big fish are heavy. And even the, even the ones we catch sometimes just off the shore or off the boat that we go out in a small lake or a pond or something, they can be pretty good size and you have to lift those up. You have to have a willingness to get your hands dirty. Okay. You have to, you have to be able to get dirty because I know a lot of you, you struggle uh, just baiting your own hook, right? Some of you struggle getting the fish off the hook, right? Because it's dirty and nasty or, or you're a little scared of it, right? Um, if, if you're around Nebraska, the lakes are not very clean. They're pretty dirty, uh, a lot of muddy water. Uh, some of them have algae in there and all their kinds of things. Um, you know, you just, you just kind of run into all this, this dirtiness. So you have to be, have the willingness to get your hands dirty. And then you have to have the right tools. You got to have the right rod and the right reel, depending on the fish you want to catch and, and your preference of fishing, um, the right tackle, right? A tackle box, uh, some pliers, some knives, different things, lures, right? The bait, right? You have to have the right, the right tools. You know, actually, as I'm saying all that out loud, it seems fishing is a lot like ministry, doesn't it? And maybe that's why Jesus made the connection in the Gospels. Maybe that's why the metaphors and parables still hold so much value for us today, even though we're thousands of miles and hundreds of years apart from the original disciples and their communities. So what's so special about fishing? And why would we spend the next three weeks uh, on this episode or on these podcasts uh, talking about nets, right? Fishermen in the sea. Well, the short answer is because Jesus did. So let's, let's read about it. Let's turn to our Bibles to Matthew 13, starting with verse 47. Uh, we're going to read 47 and 48. I, uh, it's Matthew 13 again, verses 47 and 48. Here's what it says. I'm reading from the, the New Living Translation today. It says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a fishing net that was thrown into the water and caught fish of every kind. When the net was full, they dragged it up onto the shore, sat down and sorted the good fish into crates, but threw the bad ones away. First thing you need to remember, Jesus was not a fisherman, okay? He was a carpenter, you're right? He grew up as a carpenter. But here he is telling a parable on fishing. So he must have understood the, the basics of fishing. But Jesus' fishing is different than others' ways of fishing, isn't it? Today we're going to learn to fish like Jesus, okay? I'm going to walk uh, you through the basics of understanding how to fish as Jesus would want us to fish, okay? The first thing you need is the net, you got to have the net, right? Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is like a net. And when he says this, he's referring to the type of net that is thrown into a large body of water, either from the shore or from a boat, uh, and scooping up as many fish as possible in the net as you pull it up, okay? But to be even more specific, in this passage, he uses the Greek word sagin, okay, which describes a large dragnet. This type of net was dragged over the bottom of the sea with the ends of the net drawn in together, trapping everything inside. And once full, the net would be pulled to shore or on board the, the fishing boat, okay? In this example of what we're talking about, the kingdom of heaven is like the dragnet, Okay? In that, the kingdom is spread wide. It's this giant net, right? It's spread wide and it's lowered over the earth. 
Okay. The second thing we need to do in, in fishing like Jesus is we need to throw the net into the sea. Now, some versions of our passage, passage say, let down into the lake. Other versions say cast or thrown into the sea, kind of like ours did, right? Either way, the point is still the same. Instead of using like a, a singular line, like a rod and reel, or a, a spear to catch fish. Anybody ever spear fish? I've tried it once, horrible at it. I will never do it again. Side note, just side note. Uh, which would be, to, to mo some people, more precise, right? The net was simply thrown or lowered into the water. Obviously, there was some amount of precision in the practice They, because the fishermen knew where the good spots were, right? They kind of knew where to lower this down to catch as many as possible. And they generally endeavored to throw their nets in those directions, right? So, But the idea is that the net would engulf anything, right, in its path, okay? Anything that would just run into it. So you have the sea or lake, depending on your translation, right? It represents the earth and probably more precisely, humanity, right? Okay, you know the saying, there are other fish in the sea. Well, it's kind of like that metaphor, okay? The body of water is representative of all the people in the world, and this is important. It would be different if Jesus said something like, the kingdom of heaven is like a fisherman who cast his line in the lake looking for the perfect rainbow trout. And while on one hand, Jesus was very intentional with individual people all throughout the New Testament, we also know that, that it said, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life, right? Jesus isn't looking for the perfect rainbow trout. God sent Jesus to redeem the whole world. The father lowered the gospel net of salvation over the sea, over humanity, right? And the net is gathering up anything and everything in its path. And that is the third thing we need to do to fish like Jesus. It's to gather fish of every kind. We have to gather fish of every kind. One of the reasons I believe this parable is so amazing is that, that in describing the kingdom like a dragnet, we come to understand that the net indiscriminately gathers up anything and everything in the sea or in the ocean. This, this means you have all kinds of species in your net, right? From fish to crustaceans to coral to maybe even trash to, to little, in, literally anything else traveling through the water. Okay? This picture gives us an incredible insight into how the kingdom, like the net, right, gathers up all kinds of people up in it. Right. In fact, we know from the book of Revelation that John saw a glimpse of the end times community of believers. Right. He said, after this, I looked and there before me was a great multitude that, that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. And that comes from Revelation 7, 9. An unaccountable multitude. Unaccountable, right? Every nation, tribe, people, and language, all standing before the throne ready to worship. This is an absolutely beautiful picture uh, of the kind of multi-ethnic end times community we can expect to be a part of as believers. The kingdom, like a dragnet, is gathering up all kinds of people, right? The righteous, the unrighteous, and everyone in between. And eventually, it all has to get sorted out, which leads to our fourth thing we need to do to fish like Jesus. And that is, do we have to separate in the end? Yep, I said, separate in the end. Have you ever watched one of those deep sea fishing shows or maybe the, one of those reality series about crab fishermen? You know there's always this scene when they haul in their nets and they have to sort out what they're going to keep from what they're going to throw back, right? 
Or <laughs> maybe you're like some people and you hate fishing. And you're like, Dan, I have no idea what, I'm, what you're talking about, right? I have no idea what, what's going on here. Well, if that's you, I bet you have a junk drawer at your house, right? And I bet there comes a time, oh, every five to seven years, <laughs> right, where you empty out all the contents of the junk drawer, right? And the only reason you need to empty it out is because you want more space to put more junk in instead of just throwing it away, right? Okay? But you begin to put things into piles, right? Like, I'm going to keep this, and I'm definitely going to throw this away, right? Whether you're into fishing or you have one of those catch-all junk drawers in your house, the lesson Jesus wants us to learn is the same. And simply put, it is this. There will come a time in history when the contents of the contents of the kingdom net need to be sorted out. Jesus elaborates on this in Matthew chapter 13. Let's continue our reading. It's Matthew 13. We're going to read 49 and 50 this time. And again, I'm reading from the New Living Translation today. That is the way it will be at the end of the world. The angels will come and separate the wicked people from the righteous, throwing the wicked into the fiery furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. What Jesus describes is a harsh reality for those who don't believe. But it's also a wake-up call to those of us who do believe. We still have time. As long as we are all in the, the net together, we still have time to share the gospel with those around us. We still have time to pray and seek salvation in our families, neighbors, co-workers, strangers we meet at the coffee shop, you know, teammates. We can go on and on and on, right? But there will be a time, there will come a time when the, the final trumpets blast and the end of the ages comes when, when there won't be any time left. When this happens, it will be time for sorting. And that job is up to God, not us. God, the, the chief fisherman, right? The divine creator of the cosmos, the universe. At the beginning of this episode, I said that fishing requires patience, skill, mental and physical strength, a willingness to get your hands dirty, and you got to have the right tools, right? And now as we wrap up this, this, this week together, this episode in this hook series, I want to double down on that statement in part because now you know we're all in this kingdom net together, right? For this undisclosed amount of time, we're all going to need a lot of patience, right? We're going to need some skill, some mental and physical strength, a willingness to get our hands dirty and have to have the right tools. Our job as ambassadors of Christ is to join God in spreading the kingdom net by sharing the good news of Jesus. Our job is not to only offer the kingdom to people we see as worthy. Our job is to offer it to as many people as possible, right? And let God deal with sorting it all out in the end because that's his job. And we know that he'll be faithful and he will do his part. But the question today is, will you do your part? You know, this coming week, you know, as, as you're listening to this episode and getting prepared for our next episode, I want you to be thinking about how you can share the good news with others. How can you participate in spreading the kingdom net? We got to do our part, right? So I want you to be thinking about that. While you're thinking about that, I want you to do a couple other things. I want you to be thinking about this, okay? Where do you need to exercise more patience, right? Because it takes patience to spread the good news because it's not going to be easy. You're going to run into a lot of people that you, they're just going to turn, turn their noses away. They're going to shut doors, right? They're just not going to want to listen. And so you got to have patience. So, so where do you need to exercise more patience? Also, how can you grow your skills in sharing with others, right? 
because a lot of us are like uh, are timid, right? And are, are not the the um, we're more introverted, is what I want to say. You know, we're not that outward person. We, we a lot of us struggle with talking to other people. You know, also, well, how are you going to share your testimony? Is what it is. How are you going to share the good news, right? How how are you going to grow your skills in sharing with others? And then I want you to pray and ask God to increase your mental and physical ability. Okay. We got to be strong in both our mind and our physical strength, okay? And then we need to humble ourselves and we got to get our hands dirty in serving others. My encouragement is is lead by example. Serve others, not because you want to get something out of it, because that's what you're called to do. You want to serve others because you know it does good. Not because it you want to feel better about yourself, but you know it does good to help other people. That's the best way to get your, door, your feet in the door to talk to people. Serve others, okay? And if you need to spend a little extra money to get some better tools for the journey, I encourage you to do that as well, you know? Spend a little extra money. Get a new Bible, maybe some uh, devotionals, or um, maybe some Bible studies, or maybe use some software, whatever, whatever it takes. Don't be afraid to spend a little extra money and get some better tools uh, for the journey. If you need some tools and you're, you're not uh, in the best financial position right now to do so, uh, you can always go to our website. We have a few things. That's ChandlerAcresChurch.com. Uh, we have a few resources there. Uh, man, if you want to shoot me a, a note, um, shoot me an email or make a comment on, on this podcast, uh, whatever platform you're listening to, uh, I'll try to reach out to you and I'll, I got some resources that I can, that I can give away and, and help you out there. Okay. Some, some places you can go to for free resources, or I might even have some that I might even be able to mail you or something like that. So, um, but get some tools, get some new tools, um, get some better tools for this journey. All right. So let's have a great week and let's do our part in spreading the kingdom net. Amen. Amen. This concludes another episode of Venture Podcast. We hope you enjoyed uh, listening to us. We enjoyed having you. Uh, we hope that you will stick around for the next couple of weeks as we continue our series on Hooked, being fishers of men. We'll talk to you soon. If you'd like to know more about Venture Podcast and Chandler Acres Ministries, or you'd like to become a patron, please visit us at chandleracreschurch.com.